0: welcome Welcome back back to to let's get haunted
1: Haunted with your host nat and Allie. hey guess what you guys complain say our intros are too long say oh we take off uh, one star of your review i skip
0: uh to 30 minutes every time they have a new episode because they talk about their personal lives and i just want to get
1: haunted well Guess what? Fuck you. You skip ahead <laughs> to 20 minutes right now and you're going to be in the middle of our story. Yeah, we fuck, We punked you. Hope you guys all got
0: what you wanted. We're jumping right into today's story. Natalia, what do you have for me
1: today? Last thing, I'm going to fucking end myself if you guys don't get me into a <laughs> studio because we're recording on top of Steven's bed. He's playing Call of Duty. This whole place smells like weird Thai food. There's a it's dog our in the fault. corner. We
0: bought the Thai food. Littlefoot's upset. Steve's upset that we're here. We're ruining his good time. His roommates were super upset. One of them may have broken their knee. I don't know if you guys heard that <laughs> last episode. <laughs> you guys, come on. Chaotic. This is a chaotic intro because you guys, somebody complained. So now we, you get one with no intro. This you, is an intro though. You
1: did this to yourself. This is an also intro. Also donate but, to us. Oh,
0: now we're going to jump into the episode.
1: <laughs> Natalia, okay. what
0: well, are you telling me today?
1: <laughs> let me give you a guess. Natalia. <laughs> <laughs> see if you can figure out what I'm going to tell you today. Okay, tell me. Gold. No. <laughs> Abortions? What? Thai? Okay. Gay
0: magic? Okay. Let me take an educated guess here. Are you going to be telling me about treasure?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, the treasure, the
0: buried treasure. Is right. That what you're tell- yes. Did did was there a gay magician that buried treasure in Thailand? Is that what you're telling me today?
1: What about where are you going? What about the ba- The baby, the dead baby.
0: B- it was a the magician was a baby. It was a gay magician baby that buried. Treasure, in Thailand, is that what you're telling me? That's today? actually really close. Oh,
1: really? Have you ever heard of Thailand? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay.
0: What about? I'm go- just kidding. I don't want any. I don't want somebody to tweet at me and be like, ali's never heard of Thailand." Yeah, she's, like you, I've, you, been you, Thailand. I've been, know, a, both both been Thailand to Thailand. I know. We've both been to Thailand. We've both been to Thailand. We know about
1: Thailand. We know about the Thai. Alyssa, yes question yes when you think of being haunted yes (laughs) sorry go ahead (laughs) does it have does being haunted have positive or negative connotations in your mind
0: Mm. you know the interesting thing about getting haunted is that I think it can be both at the exact same time or it could be either or like sometimes you have a positive haunting Mm. sometimes you have a negative haunting wow woke like sometimes Oh, let me think of a positive haunting sometimes like please yes tell me one
1: positive haunting <laughs>
0: okay when my credit card got stolen but then i got it back that was a positive haunting
1: not for the person you got it back from.
0: <laughs> yeah well that person had 12 other credit cards as it turned out
1: stolen right. cards Wow.
0: um and then a negative haunting would be like every other time that we've ever done
1: anything in our <laughs> lives <laughs> okay so then what about when you think of ghosts do you think of ghosts as bringing good things or bad things Having never had
0: a ghostly experience myself, I would say out of all the stories I've heard from our listeners, I think the overwhelming majority of ghosts seem to
1: be negative. Okay. So what about
0: a haunted doll? What about a
1: haunted doll? What does that sound like? Does it sound like it'd be good or bad? That
0: sounds bad. That sounds <laughs> like it's a child's going to be playing with it and going to get possessed. Can you think of haunted dolls? Annabelle. Annabelle. Is this about Annabelle? No. Oh. Can you think of other haunted dolls Chucky maybe Chucky um, also Chucky's Bride right Um, also which are all bad dolls Cynthia from the Rugrats just kidding (laughs) (laughs) also (laughs) Um,
1: but so far Annabelle Chucky and Chucky's Bride yeah bad dolls right bad they're trying to murder yeah, yeah if you see one of those it's not good
0: because it's like a demon took over the doll
1: right yeah It's like using the doll as a enclosure, a vessel, a vessel. Yeah,
0: yes. Yes. Until it can find like a human host to transfer over
1: to, right? Right. Okay. So what if I told you that there are certain haunted dolls which could bring you luck, money, success, and love? I would love one of those. What if being haunted by a ghost doll could mean winning the lottery? Having your enemies pacified or getting your dream job. Would you do it? Yes. Okay. Wait, what's the catch? What do I have to give it in exchange? What if I told you that in order to have all your dreams come true, all you have to do is take care of the ghost doll of an, an aborted fetus as if it were your own child. What? Would you do it? I don't know.
0: That seems like a lot of responsibility. What do you mean? What do you mean? How? Take care of it. How?
1: you're asking all the right questions am i really okay good so i'm gonna read you a few articles i found and i need you guys to understand that these are all true cultural things Mm. and not to judge them because it means you're racist okay okay
0: (laughs) okay i'm ready to not judge it thank you for
1: telling me that Off a dusty corridor in an industrial block in working-class Kwantung, a self-proclaimed spiritual guide sells amulets laced with human bone fragments sourced from Thailand and tends to her makeshift shrine. Children's toys hang right next to religious statuettes among droplets of wax and incense ash. An open box of pizza with congealed cheese lies on the floor next to fruit that has begun to rot. These are offerings to the ghosts and spirits believed to reside here. With a disarming smile, the spiritual guide, a Hong Konger in her 30s called Cat, pulls out one object after another from her glass cabinet. A golden amulet shaped like a skull with red eyes. A small tin containing a fragment of a human skull. A vial of oils she says were extracted by a monk from the chin of a corpse. A keychain with an illustration of the fetus on the front. She sells each object for upwards of a Hong Kong one thousand what's a hong kong thing called?
0: oh um uh uh, let's find that out right now oh it's called a hong kong dollar okay (laughs) yeah literally the hong kong dollar is the official currency of hong kong
1: wow wow they couldn't come up with their own thing right all that technology you can't come up with your own americans fine she sells each object for an upwards of one thousand hong kong dollars They contain spirits or ghosts that will help the owner moved forward in life, she says. Some assist with matters of the heart. Others bring financial success. Some imbue masculine prowess. Others, feminine wiles. The logic underpinning the system is often karmic. Save a lost soul and he or she will save you. Quote, I first started seeing stores like these in Hong Kong in 2008 and 2009," says City University anthropologist Thomas Patton, who specializes in the modern-day cross-fertilizations of Thai Buddhism across the region. I'd say that's when the industry started to take off. Hong Kong celebrities, including Jackie Chan, have been spotted wearing Lucky Thai amulets. This was a factor that helped create a market for them in the city. Prior to that, they only had previously taken off in any large degree in Singapore. Patton says that the Hong Kongers, most drawn to the world of amulets and Thai sorcery, are working-class people hit by the 2008 global financial crisis. Businessmen, however, are also drawn to the practice, as are lovelorn women. People who like to collect things are also customers. A free consultation is required before any purchase at the Kwantong store like a therapist the vendor will listen with empathy to your woes and determine which spirit is the most appropriate to call upon for assistance sometimes she might not even prescribe a purchase with a kindness that lends to her an air of authenticity she will give practical advice free of charge huh so basically if you go in there and you tell her your problem and she's like yeah you are you I can't help you with an amulet let right. me just give you advice so like hey wait hold on you're, are you saying amulet like yeah, like an amulet. Am- it's an amulet. Amulet. Holy shit, Natalia.
2: What's it, amulet? Amulet. Like an omelet. omelet. No, amulet. Amulet. No amulet.
1: Amulet. Amulet. It's amulet. Yeah. Amulet. It, 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 it matter. Amulet.
0: Have you thought that your whole life?
1: I'm you sorry. I cut I... this out. No.
0: You gotta replace every time you say amulet with a uh, pre-recorded voice that says amulet.
1: Amulet sounds like classy and cool, and like amulet sounds like. So basically, what you're telling I'm me. I'm pronouncing it Hong Kong, okay? Oh. Okay. It's amulet. Okay. So basically, <laughs> basically. Should what... we just start over? Do no. To no. It's fine. Okay.
0: So basically, what you're telling me is that this woman sells amulets. And that she some of them are like fetuses or like they're the spirits of like thing, like humans that have passed over. So it'll be a, like token, a trapped spirit.
1: Right. It'll be a token okay. from, you know, like a child that died or or a baby okay. that was unborn or something like that. And then they'll take like a piece of hair or bone fragment or like a okay. fetus and turn it into an amulet okay and
0: then you are now responsible for taking care of that amulet and in exchange you'll get the thing that you need unless you're just so unless you're like hey I want uh, yeah I want something dumb and then she's like hey don't want that
1: I guess if you went in you're like uh, I wish I could be, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds. she like maybe She'd be she'll... like, go on a diet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. But she also might sell you an amulet to okay. help you. I don't know. You know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe we she just says that she'll do that so that people don't feel like they're getting ripped off because they're like, oh, if she wasn't able to help me, she would just give me advice. Yeah. Okay. It's like karma. So you take this lost soul and you take care of it, then... It'll help you. Okay. It's like good karma, right? Any purchase, quote, depends on who or what you want to attract into your life, she says in Cantonese, drawing upon the teachings of a Buddhist monk whom she sought out in Thailand. She gestures to pictures of him pinned to her wall it is this monk who consecrates each object in the shop she says infusing in them the spirit of ghost enlisted to do the bidding of the new owner in return for redemption so you you help the ghost and then they do the bidding of the new owner in return for being redeemed okay she pulls out an amulet with an illustration of a mother <laughs> and child this lady killed herself while she was pregnant she says the monk had to make many of these amulets to ensure the woman's tortured spirit had a greater chance of being redeemed w- from the help of the living.
0: Wait, what? I'm sorry. Why is the woman tortured, though?
1: She wasn't... Uh, she was tortured because she killed herself oh. while she was pregnant so she was a really tortured soul right She okay. was okay like, really oh depressed. i got it i got it, I got it. Okay. so she would turn into like an angry spirit or an angry ghost okay so he and the monk was like okay we got to make a ton of amulets off of this so that like one of these will go to someone who does a good job and like sets her free because they take care of her and show her love or something
0: oh interesting right. okay okay so so basically if you're super depressed in this culture Yes. You shouldn't kill yourself because now you're going to rely on a stranger to free your soul. Right.
1: Okay. We should. Well, you shouldn't kill yourself. <laughs> but, well, I mean, yeah, you
0: also shouldn't kill yourself anyway. But I mean, like, maybe culturally,
1: they're more <laughs> right. against suicide. You guys, if you're contemplating suicide, just know that you might be turned into, like, a piece of jewelry for Jackie Chan. <laughs> so there are some things. There are some things worse than. Then killing yourself and that might be <laughs> And one. that might be it.
0: Because yeah. did you know that Jackie Chan, his daughter, is like a lesbian or something, so he disowned her? No, it's a sign that he's, because he's a drug addict. Oh, I'm wrong. Did you know that Jackie Chan <laughs> disowned his son because, because his son a does drug drugs? addict? Yeah. Wow. I do now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically you don't want to kill yourself, you guys. If, right. Because you could turn into a necklace. Right. And Jackie Chan, who turns
1: out is kind of a piece of shit. Mm hmm. Also, don't you want to know what, what happens? Don't you want to find out what I happens on the next episode? I
0: literally, I want to live to be 500, not because I'm particularly happy, but because I need to know <laughs> well, how when we find aliens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Squeezed on a worn sofa are three men smoking cigarettes, fastening necklace change to the occult paraphernalia. And in a leather chair sits a toy doll with an impish grin and penetrating plastic eyes. Penetrating. We are told that the doll contains the spirit of an aborted baby. Oh, geez. I used to feel sad about my life before I came here, says a burly man in his 40s who works in construction management. He has joined the plastic doll in the chair, carefully balancing it on his knee and whispering sweet nothings into the doll's ear. Now things seem to make more sense, and I feel better. He says he comes to the store regularly, refers to the shop vendor as Big Sister, and the people who visit regularly as his family. He speaks tenderly and pityingly of the toy doll, which is passed around the group for nurturing. For people who have trouble dealing with other humans, helping ghosts may be more straightforward and satisfying even though Chinese tradition suggests staying as far away from ghosts as possible.
0: But these aren't really ghosts, right? These are spirits that need help being freed. When I think of a ghost, I don't think of this. Right, because this is a new type of ghost. I think of like a ghost that's just like randomly roaming around somewhere, haunting the shit out of people with like no end in mind
1: so that's what these are but then a monk takes that spirit and puts it into something and then someone takes care of it so that it doesn't have to roam around endlessly okay endlessly it can get redemption like it can pass on to the other side because it experiences love and nurturing huh i like this better than american ghosts Traditionally, families left offerings out for ghosts, but did not interact with them so directly, unless with the help of some sort of shaman or Taoist priest. That Hong Kongers are dealing with ghosts in this way is also unusual in that, to the Chinese, when it comes to paranormal assistance, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Some Taiwanese and Chinese have tried to get help from ghosts, such as help in picking lottery numbers. These yin forces, however, will exact repayment in other forms. You may die sooner or you'll suffer more in the underworld or in reincarnation. So any help that the ghosts give is at a price and that's not something that's foreign to us like we've talked about black magic before definitely if you want something powerful to happen you have to have a powerful sacrifice so that's like the same idea it's like okay if we help you win the lottery then if your life here in the present is really good your life in the afterworld will be like poor right yeah right
0: or like you know even or someone someone selling their soul to the devil to get fame right they'll die
1: earlier because right or they go to
0: hell right
1: yeah or like someone that they love like eternal damnation yeah yes the plastic doll is called a look and I'm not really sure how to pronounce this. I asked my friend who speaks Thai if she could help me, and she hasn't responded back probably because she's like, why the fuck are you saying this? Is this Julie? Yes. Yeah. She's probably like, um, <laughs> this haunted bitch is, like, trying to haunt me. Get not me to, respond. like, do an incantation that's gonna yeah. fuck us all up. And then I tried to find the pronunciation on YouTube, but it was, like, the same thing. Like, nobody actually wants to say this out loud. The majority of videos I watched on it were, like, Text. that Macintosh Tosh voice where you, like, Type something in, and then it's uh like text to voice. Right, so it was pronouncing it incorrectly too. So it's spelled L U K space T H E P, and it's Thai. So I'm just going to say Luck Tip, but I was already pronouncing amulet wrong, (laughs) reportedly. So I'm not a hundred percent that this is the right way.
0: uh We got a comment the other day that I pronounced Newfoundland wrong. I said Newfoundland Mm because that's how it's spelled. And
1: apparently it's Newfoundland. That's a dog. That person's wrong. Yeah. This, the place is Newfoundland. Yes. Because it's a Newfoundland. Literally. And Newfoundland is a dog. Also, if
0: you're spelling something Newfoundland, right. I'm going to pronounce it that way. Also, if just you want it to be Newfoundland, then it's N E W F I N. L-E-N-D, Newfoundland.
1: Right. Yeah. I also don't think it's cool to make fun of people for pronouncing things wrong, Stephen, because it means that they <laughs> learned it by reading it. Oh,
0: the amulet thing, you should have known since a child.
1: I'm, my family doesn't have, a, like, a sorcery shop. <laughs> okay i am not the child that pulled the sword from the stone in king arthur's court so the plastic doll that this man is caring for as a child is called a looktep or a look-tep, and it's a hyper realistic doll that's infused with a spirit you take care of the dolls as, as you would a child and it brings you fortune so here's some pictures of these dolls Oh, those are
0: hyper realistic. Um, so this first one. It's cute, right? Yeah, it's cute. Um, I wouldn't want it to be alone on a shelf in the dark. Yeah, I know. It, it looks
1: like a real baby. It looks like it's just a hyper realistic like porcelain baby doll. Do you remember in um, really? episode
0: seven, the Phantom Cosmonauts, we talked about Uncanny Valley? Yes. This is Uncanny Valley, where something looks super realistic, but because it's not real, it's mm-hmm. like a little bit off and your brain is like uncomfortable.
1: It looks like what a baby wish it looked like. Like this is like the baby plastic surgery. Yeah. You know, like babies are going to see this baby and be like, do I need to lose weight?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that SNL sketch about baby spanks? No. They make spanks for babies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs)
1: It's kind of (laughs) funny. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Luktep, which is commonly translated as child angels, are believed to be inhabited by spirits that bring good fortune. There are a few places that the dolls don't go. They're carried through the street markets. They receive blowouts at salons. They take up seats on airplanes. They're even served restaurant meals. So it's like when you see little girls carrying their American girl dolls like all over the place. Right. It's the same thing. But like these are grown adults that are carrying around a baby doll. And in some cases, you don't even realize it's fake because they're like pushing it around in the oh. stroller or they buy it like a plane ticket next to them on the airplane or it sits in their lap or you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And there's people that do that in the US, but those people are really weird because it's people that like wait they had a baby and then couldn't have it whereas you're saying in Hong Kong if you see somebody pushing it around it's like a trapped soul within a baby that
1: right that they're taking care of because that's so much less weird I mean it kind
0: (laughs) of is because in the in the the first one is just sad we're like you know they can't have a baby or they don't want to adopt or whatever so they're like I guess I just need to have this baby doll to like fulfill my like mother nurturing instinct whereas this one is like there's a means to the end right like you're carrying after this doll but it's not entirely inanimate because Mm -hmm.
1: there's something living inside of it or maybe those people that we see carrying around dolls have this and we just didn't know it just
0: didn't know it maybe there's a whole secret society in the u.s that does this i believe it i believe it i believe anything
1: at first glance the dolls which seem to be popular among middle-class middle-aged women might appear to reflect thailand's low fertility rate which i didn't know this but did you know thailand's fertility rate has uh, has plummeted in recent decades from six children per woman to 1.5. No. Yeah. It's a rate that's below most of the neighboring countries, too. Huh. So, yet close observers say that the Luktep craze is more strongly connected to Thailand's complex religiosity. Nearly 95% of Thais practice Buddhism. Many also make offerings to Hindu gods, and the country has a long tradition of object worship, which is thought to have roots in animism. So all of these cultural practice are sort of culminated in the idea that perhaps this like object, this doll might right. have this spirit in it that a monk put in there. And you can also, so it's like oh. from Buddha, from Buddhism or whatever, like you get your karma by helping this spirit. And then from animism, it's like an inanimate object has like this power. And then from Hinduism, it's like, i don't know whatever the fuck it's supposed to be <laughs>
0: okay so like it, so basically it's a perfect storm of all of these cultural beliefs coming right. together so people in this area are like yes we're fu- we're on board because it this has a is- wide audience yeah wide audience totally
1: got it, got it. Mei Ning, a doll seller and self-professed master of hindu ritual is widely credited as the first person to transform plastic dolls into sacred lupta last year thai celebrities started posting photos of the dolls on social media and crediting them with bringing good fortune one radio dj said that his lifeless lookalike a doll named Wan Sai, had helped him recoup a lost job and later land a film gig ever since assorted buddhist monks Fortune tellers and other enterprising individuals have been conducting rituals that promise to imbue dolls with spirits. People in turn have been shelling out hundreds of dollars for the dolls, a down payment perhaps on future prosperity. Quote, these are my children, one businesswoman told the Bangkok Post, referring to her doll collection. My children are part of my success. Press accounts of the look fad pose it that the dolls are also a manifestation of growing public unease over the past couple of years as Thailand has experienced a political coup and a declining economy and yet the dolls themselves are prompting certain anxieties Prime Minister Prayuth Chan Nocha for one has urged look purchasers not to squander their money on the dolls that they might need for practical things. The Supreme Sangha Council, the assembly of Buddhist monks that oversees Thai Buddhism hasn't weighed in yet but at least one senior monk has condemned the craze as anti Buddhist. Meanwhile, a hotel in Fayao has gone so far as to ban up entirely, warning that the plastic guests might leave more traditional flesh and blood ones feeling paranoid. So basically, No one knows what to do with this doll thing. Yeah. You have some... Supposedly, they're supposed to be, like, imbued with a spirit by a Buddhist monk. But then you have some of these Buddhist monks saying, this is, like, anti-Buddhism. Yeah. And then the prime minister is like, okay, you guys want these things to bring you more money. How about instead of spending, like, hundreds of dollars on a (laughs) doll, doll. you save that money and use it towards something that can help you. Wow. That sounds like my parents. (laughs) Like, (laughs) You guys just don't get it. Yeah. Like,
0: oh, yeah. Like, Ali, you're complaining about, like, you can't afford... Uh, to put gas in your cart. Well, why did you buy that pair of jeans the other day? And to that, I say, that's a good that's a good question. And you'll
1: be like... I get it. Mom, sometimes you got to spend money to make money. Okay? Yes. Do you see how good my butt looks in these jeans? <laughs> exactly. Yes. And everyone else does too. Exactly. And that makes me feel good. Donate to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so this idea of these dolls bringing prosperity and good luck do you think it's it's a good thing a bad thing or what what do you think about it do you have a judgment at all or are you just like observing? okay
0: I think from everything you've told me so far me like as myself like living in California with the life experience I have I would feel paranoid about someone giving me a doll or buying a doll for myself that had another living soul inside of it right here's some more
1: pictures of them
0: oh no see that's terrifying oh my god that's a doll yeah they're both dolls oh that's scary the one on the left looks fine to me like whatever but (laughs) the one on the right is like it's making a crying face that's what babies do i know but like i don't want a permanent crying face with a lost soul trapped inside in my house
1: see to me it's the lost soul trapped inside is like a little disarming but also if that lost soul will like give me if I'll be like, you know, yeah. Oprah, then maybe I'm down.
0: I guess that's true. I I, th- I think maybe that is the key. Like, if I knew that taking care, of, if I had a guarantee, if I was like, okay, I'm going to take care of this doll for six months and in exchange, the soul is set free. I get to feel good about that. Right. Um, nothing haunted's going to happen to me. This doll is not going to watch me like, in you know, I don't know. This doll is like not going to watch me be embarrassing, but... I also get to win the lottery. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're right. like, I'll take care of a creepy doll for six months if I get a billion dollars or a million dollars. I'll do it. Look, I'll do it for like ten
1: dollars. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll yeah. put this haunted doll in my dash if it means that I'll find free parking anywhere. I go. Yes,
0: exactly. Right. If I never have to put another coin in a meter for the rest of my life, I will watch this
1: doll for five months. So, how do you think these monks supposedly get these spirits?
0: That's a good question because you also said that so okay I understand the fetus thing right because that could be like an abortion clinic. I don't know if there's abortion clinics in Thailand but for one of those things you said it was an aborted fetus. Mm -hmm. So if there's clinics that um, have like biohazard waste maybe they're like dumpster diving and they're pulling the biohazard waste out of the dumpsters and putting them into amulets to like help free the lost souls of these fetuses. You
1: really have a lot of faith in humanity don't you? this is body snatching (laughs) so this is a body snatching story have you ever heard of a kuman tong no but is it no what is it so kuman tong which is thai so i could be pronouncing it wrong it's k-u-m-a-n space t-h-o-n-g is a household divinity of thai folk religion it's believed to bring luck and fortune to the owner if properly revered kuman or kumara which means sanctified young boy and oh, tong, no. which means golden. So, can you guess what a Kumintang might be? A golden young boy. So, is it the firstborn of a family? Oh, you have so much faith in humanity. The authentic Kumintang originated as a practice of necromancy. Oh, shit. This is a necromancy story. They were obtained from desiccated fetuses of children who had died whilst in their mother's womb. The witch doctors were said to have the power to invoke these stillborn babies, adopt them as their children, and use them to help them in their endeavors. According to ancient Thai manuscripts used by practitioners of black magic... First, the unborn fetus was surgically removed from the womb of its mother. What? Then the body of the child would be taken to a cemetery for the conduction of the proper ceremonial ritual to invoke a cumin The body was roasted until dry, Ugh. whilst the witch doctor chanted incantations of magical script.
0: Wait, Natalia, pause. This is real?
1: This is real. Like, this is stuff, this is something that has, like, for sure happened. This gets worse. Once the bright was completed, the dry roasted cumin was painted with ya which is a kind of lacquer used to cover amulets and takrut with gold leaf. And the body was covered in gold leaf. Thus, this effigy received the name of cumin tong, which means golden little boy. So it's a fetus that has been roasted and then covered in gold leaf. And I'm getting turned, like chest pain. This and is... turned into like a little golden fetus statuette. Some cumin effigies were soaked in nam fry, which is a kind of oil extracted by burning a candle close to the chin of a dead child or person who died in violent circumstances or an unnatural death. This is much less common now because this practice is now illegal if using fat from human babies for the consecrating oil. Occasionally, there are still some amulets obtained through the authentic methods appearing in the market. Some years ago, a famous monk was expelled from the Buddhist Sangha for roasting a baby. He was convicted, but later continued to make magic as a layperson after his release. What do you think of that?
0: I'm like this. I have so many bad vibes right now. Like I feel like like an invisible blanket was like thrown over me like you know like a super cold like when you flip over your pillow and it's the cold side of a pillow right and it like sometimes it feels kind of nice and other times you're like oh that's a little chilly let me like warm this up with my brain yeah okay this is like a cold pillowcase was just thrown over my body and I am inside of it right now I have
1: horrible vibes haunted haunted horrible vibes so you This roasted fetus thing, you're like, that's not a thing anymore, right? Right. It ha- it can't be, right? That has to be illegal. It is illegal. Okay. But recently, in the past 10 years, people have been found with these fetuses on them. British citizen Chow Hak-kun, who was 28 was arrested in Thailand after police found six fetal corpses in his luggage, according to The Independent. The bodies, which belonged to the fetuses between two and seven months old- Seven months? That's so far along. had been roasted, and some were covered in gold leaf. No. Thai police made the discovery after receiving a tip that Black Magic Services website was offering fetuses for sale, according to the New York Daily News. Roasting fetuses and covering them in gold is part of Black Magical Ritual called Kumantong, which means golden child. Thai. The preserved bodies are thought to bring good luck and fortune to the owner, according to the International Business Times. Authorities believe that Chow was planning to smuggle the fetuses to his native Taiwan, where one corpse could sell for 200,000 Thai baht, or $6,376. Chow faces up to a year in prison on charges of hiding and covering dead bodies, according to CNN investigators say it's unclear where the fetuses come from okay i was just about to ask that though forensic tests are currently being conducted on the bodies
0: okay because i have thoughts are these okay because on one hand you said like miscarriages i heard you say that earlier right which would be like through nobody's fault you know like whatever and then this witch doctor that's supposed to be helping the woman takes away the body and uses it for a weird ritual instead of disposing of it, right? On the other hand, you had my wholesome theory, or wholesome in quotation marks, like of, you know, biohazard waste (laughs) that is being harvested, like dumpster diving, right? Right. And using that. Okay, but then you've got, you told me earlier that the witch doctor sometimes surgically removes the fetus. So Mm -hmm. is this like, are women being forced to get their fetuses surgically removed? It's super unclear because this is an
1: illegal practice now. But you still have people doing it and they're selling this stuff on the black market <sighs> and i even have a website where you can buy these things i wanted no. to show it to you so here's look right now nice. on bonanza.com it says magic thai amulet holy land Gumentong mix seven cremator old authentic asian two thousand three hundred dollars and look so you can still Jeez. find these things so i don't looking... know where to
0: look natalia's showing me this baby for sale this uh on bonanza.com
1: which is like a, a ghetto ebay gold
0: leaf it's it looks it's literally a, a corpse of a fetus like it right. has a full face
1: arms legs and it's covered and in it's gold roasted. leaf it's roasted it's disgusting it's ships from spain and and there's like 11 transactions so 11 people have purchased these uh-huh how
0: is this legal
1: i mean and like, guess what the guess what the name of the seller who's selling oh my these god dead can i tell them the- yes okay
0: the name of the seller is life
1: loves you and this person said bought haunted ritual direct binding evil witch necromancer dead spirit power death (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) so let's just read some of these reviews this person who bought haunted ritual direct binding evil witch necromancer dead spirit power death said (laughs) working with this buyer was fantastic i would recommend selling to them And then someone else bought normal casting, weight loss spell, weight loss magic, reduce weight ritual. So this buyer was a pleasure to work with. This person bought rare 200 times full coven blood moon eclipse boost power of spells magnifying magic. And it says lovely customer. This person bought vampire spell transformation, mental skills, Wiccan spells cast Mercari witchcraft. I don't understand. Someone else cast a powerful ritual to remove all the negative energy placed on you no wait this is stuff that this person has bought
0: right because this is the seller and that's why they're saying this buyer is a pleasure to work with
1: oh my god because
0: life loves you is selling fetuses but is buying things to keep
1: negative vibes off of them and they're buying stuff for what is this vampire stuff too this is freaking me out this is evil haunted female cat familiar what okay anyways this is this is haunted this is needs to be its own i feel episode. like i
0: shouldn't even look at this website it's like this freaking is freaking so me out haunted
1: so that's that is what i'm saying here's Whoa! some more tongue oh
0: my god no
1: here's some Natalia, more this is so so here's a picture of what was in that guy's bag that they found Jeez! it literally okay so let me fetuses. describe it we're
0: gonna post these to the instagram but it looks like it's two fetuses Wait, in a cardboard
1: a, box here's a better picture
0: and they're covered oh God, it's one fetus is smaller. The other one is like a fully formed yeah, baby. Yeah, seven months. Wow. And it's they're covered in gold and they're like roasted. You can tell they're roasted.
1: <sighs> yeah, it's, it's really freaking me Jesus. out. Jesus. I wonder if our Instagram is going to get reported if we post these. So now you might be asking yourself because right it's r- first you're like okay does it you know what is this and then secondly you're like okay well how do they do it and right. then you're like where do you get them from now probably wondering like how did this even start yeah. right like how did this start so the thai occult tradition of kuman Tong originated in 19th century poet sun Thanh Fu's novel, Kun Chang, Kun Pan. In the story, Kun Pan, a high-ranking soldier close to the king, earns the favor of a powerful sorcerer. The sorcerer takes such a liking to Kun Pan that he offers his daughter in marriage. Unfortunately, sometime after Kun Pan learns of his wife's pregnancy, Kun Pan and his father-in-law... Began arguing so much that the sorcerer plots to have Kunpan killed. Kunpan discovers that his wife has been commanded by her father to poison him, and in a vengeful rage, Kunpan cuts his own child out of his wife. With the bloody fetus in hand, Kunpan builds a fire at a temple, placing the body on a grill after wrapping it in pieces of sacred cloth covered in prayers. While Kunpan chants prayers, the roasting soon reduces the fetus to a dried out husk, with only paper thin skin stretched over a skeleton. At the end of the ritual, the violently aborted child has become a ghost with whom Kunpan can speak and communicate—a sort of guardian spirit for his father.
0: I don't like this. Napoleon. I don't understand that story. It just first of
1: all, it doesn't make sense. It's like well, so this is
0: fictional, though. This was someone wrote a story. I know, but like, and then people took it literally, like Scientology, and they yes. were like, "Let's do this. This makes sense."
1: It does, but it didn't even make sense in the story. He's like, "Okay, let me cut my fetus out of the wife, and now I can talk to it." It's like you could have talked to it if it grown into a fucking person. Yeah, right. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so belief in kumintong is, it's debated like exactly where it started, but they think it started in Southern Thailand with widespread belief that the productive ghost children could warn against any dangers that threatened a household. Why? Because that's kind of what necromancy is, right? When something dies, we think it has like more information because it can can talk to the spirit world. Yeah, you did a whole episode on necromancy. Yes. So ancient manuscripts detailed additional steps on how to make kumintong, such as requiring the ritual to be completed before dawn in a cemetery and painting the dry roasted baby with lacquer before applying gold leaf. While there are Thai laws against using human-derived products for consecrating kumintang, occasional stories of more authentic charms still arise, giving glimpses into the extent of underground markets for these disturbing artifacts. In another high-profile case in 1995, a Buddhist novice named Samen Han Raksachit was arrested after a video surfaced of him piercing, bleeding, roasting, chanting, and collecting the meaty drippings of a baby at Watnang Rakam in Sarbury province. He had been selling the fatty liquid as yasane, which is lust medicine, to monastery visitors. Raksachit was forced out of the monastery and arrested, but he did not serve any jail time.
0: So this guy was caught on video roasting a baby yes have you seen the video no does it exist i we
1: we we'll look for it okay disgusting other reported cases of Kubantong involve people buying fetal corpses from illegal abortion clinics. Oh. In June of 2010, 14 dead babies were uncovered in an abandoned rural home in Uban-Rachatani province, and a former nurse was charged with illicitly selling the corpses for $30. Later that year in November, 348 aborted fetuses were found wrapped in putrid plastic bags at a Buddhist Monastery in Wat Pai Nonggyant, the heart of Bangkok. They had been... And bought from five different illegal abortion clinics with the goal of sale to magicians and amulet dealers. Once the news broke, hundreds of people swarmed the monastery to chant for the deceased fetuses and some even asked whether the corpses would be made available for ritual use. <laughs> (laughs) Even today, one can find for sale at various temples, small wooden statues of a boy with a hair in his topknot, sitting with his hands in prayer. At the most innocuous form of Kumantang, some of the most valued effigies are carved from the wood of demolished Buddhist temples because it's believed that the building itself soaked up the sacredness from the monks who sat inside and chanted prayers. Unfortunately, black magic may still be involved because it's believed that the most powerful of all these charms are bathed in the extracted fat of the dead child or adult who died under violent circumstances. I don't want that. Caring for these statues has its own set of guidelines, requiring the owner to place it on a shelf and offer it cups of milk and sweet drinks. Kumintang are allegedly able to see and hear for a distance of 20,000 kilometers, giving ample oh. protection to any household. Occasionally, however, the Kumintang are believed to be tricksters with a particular fondness for teasing small children. When this happens, the owner is supposed to chastise the spirit by striking it lightly with a wooden rod while speaking to it in a stern tone. When someone is no longer able to care for the kumintong in the proper fashion, he or she can dispose of it only at a temple. What do you think of this all right
0: so first of all this just goes to show how privileged i am because i'm like biohazard bags at legal <laughs> abortion clinics oh turns out abortion's not legal in thailand so yes. now it kind of makes sense so rather than you know like a doctor right. taking with sterilized instruments taking out the fetus, Mm -hmm. putting it in a biohazard bag, disposing of it properly. We could be talking about, you know, this nurse who's Mm -hmm. selling the babies on the black market or or fetuses on the black market. I don't want to trigger anybody. Or it could be, like, a a
1: witch doctor that's cutting it out. Well, you have to assume that whoever's cutting it out is already, like, breaking the law. Because not only are they selling a fetus on the black market, they're also taking a, you know, they're performing an abortion, which is illegal in Thailand anyways. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's not something that can even be closely monitored because you're not supposed to be having abortions anyway. Right.
0: So in you know, and nobody would know that this person is pregnant presumably, right? Right. Because they're going in the cover of night to a secret abortion clinic, right? And so there's no way to track where these body parts are going or where these fetuses are going. And if they're removing a seven-month-old fetus, I mean, that is basically like there are preemie babies that are born at seven months. So it's going to look like a baby,
1: right? Right. Yeah. Okay. I understand now. So now my next question to you is, do you wonder if this works or not right like why go through all of this stuff? Do you think this works? Jackie Chan's wearing one right?
0: If this works, this to me and again I understand that this is cultural and so maybe I'm just not understanding so from but from my background to me this is black magic. Like, yes. nothing good can come of this. Like, maybe you get famous, but in the next life you burn. Like, maybe you win the lottery, but you're, all of your loved ones pass away and under horrible circumstances. You know, like, this to me seems like karma would come back and, like, bite you in the ass. I don't know. This seems, like,
1: bad. Well, lucky for us, I know somebody who has direct experience with kumintang. How? Because I live next to Lydia. Oh, shit. Lydia knows about these? (gasps) Yes. Her family's from China, and she told me a couple stories about this kumintang. That's how I found out about this story in the first place. Oh, shit. So we're going to call her right now and talk to her directly about it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So we are calling Lydia, my neighbor. hi, Nat.
2: Hi,
0: Alyssa. Hi, Lydia. We're excited to hear about your experience with these haunted fetuses. Fetus amulets.
1: So where is your family from exactly where they're like having experiences with these?
2: My family's from China but the story I was going to tell you guys is like about a friend roommate from NYU I think and he's from Malaysia. Okay. I mean, generally, I think this whole, like, baby ghost thing is kind of like an Asian thing. I'm not sure exactly, like, what part of Asia this, like, whatever you want to call it, like, myth or, like, story or science comes from. It's mostly in Asia and very popular among, like, Celebrity groups and people who are into like film and pop culture and stuff.
1: Entertainment people, film industry people, or musicians.
2: Like it has a lot to do with like the idea of like fame and success. I think. I mean, it's not like you know like a normal business owner in like China or Malaysia don't just have a baby ghost. It's mostly in like the entertainment groups. Anyways, okay. So I have a friend. He is just starting out to become like somewhat of like a little celebrity in China. He does music and some acting and modeling. And I think about a year ago, I was hanging out with him and his manager and his agent. We're at a small bar. I think it's like around nighttime. And I was talking to them about Ouija boards, superstition. And we started talking about the thing where celebrities get baby ghosts. And she told me the story where when she was just starting out in her agency. So that's my, my friend's manager. She said when she was just starting out in her agency, they had a little trip with all of her coworkers. Their company had, like, a retreat. And they were out in some countryside area of China. And they were doing two people per room for, like, a double bedroom. There was, like, about, like, 15, 20 people in the company, and they're all going. And she was roommates with this guy. And during the first night she stayed there she woke up in the middle of the night and she saw this little asian boy around like four or five sitting on her and was like playing with her hair she wasn't fully sure if that's like something she really saw or if that was like a dream but either way like she she thought that was really weird she remember like not being able to breathe she felt like something was like literally pressing on her chest and after she woke up she told her roommate about this she was like oh like last night I had like this really weird like vision or dream or whatever it was where this little Asian boy was like like a ghost was like sitting on me and then her roommate got really freaked out and she was asking like a lot of questions like oh what color was his eyes what did he look like what was he wearing how old was he she thought it was kind of weird but like she kind of just answered she was like oh he was around like four or five like a very like pretty looking Asian boy was like short hair wearing kind of like a, like a reddish blouse. And later that night before they went to bed again, the second day of the retreat, her roommate said, Oh, um, So about the little boy that you saw last night, he is this ghost that I purchased from Thailand to help me boost my fame. And I told him to stay on my side of the room tonight so he won't be bothering you anymore. (gasps) Jeez.
1: What?
2: Yeah, creepy, huh?
1: So she can see the ghost sometimes? It's not just in this little token or amulet or it's not like just in the statue, like the ghost actually comes out and is an apparition?
2: Yeah, I mean... From what I know about this whole situation is that they really do have, like, a spirit, whether it's, like, a dead fetus or, like, a dead child. But because the spirit is, like, hanging around this person, people who can't see spirits will be able to see the little ghost.
1: Like a medium would actually see the ghost, but someone who's not a medium probably couldn't see it.
2: Yeah. That's what I know, but I'm not really sure. Does it work,
1: though? Like, is your friend who has this dead baby spirit thing, are they successful? Is it working?
2: I'm not sure because I didn't ask much about it. I just was like, oh, that's a cool story. But uh, my dad, he used to be in the production industry. And then he also hears a lot of stories about people who have baby ghosts. I don't personally know anyone that has it and i've like personally never seen it like work but considering how popular it is among celebrities and like people in like the entertainment culture i think there could be a chance of it working or else like why do all of these people like have this right if it doesn't work yeah this is kind of almost like selling your soul you know how a lot of like celebrities do it the whole thing was a 28 club was like Kurt Cobain Amy Winehouse I feel like it's almost like that but like an Asian version of it you know
0: like you get famous but in exchange you're kind of selling your soul
2: yeah I mean that's kind of like the American like western version of it but in Asia is that you pay like a witch doctor for a baby (laughs) (laughs) crazy which is like it's less risky than selling your soul because you're not really giving your soul you're just paying money for like this spiritual thing some people see it as like a real dead fetus or other people see it as kind of like a lucky charm you know they don't see it like very literally
1: a dead baby is a lucky um, charm
2: so my cousin that i was talking to today i mentioned he's not actually my cousin It's my cousin's boyfriend He went to business school in nyu and one time he was meeting some connections his roommate had and they were all from malaysia and at dinner there were three people and then there was just, like, an extra bowl and a pair of chopsticks sitting on the table. And then he was asking his roommate, oh, is somebody else coming? And his roommate was like, oh, don't ask about that. So he didn't say anything. Afterwards, his roommate was like, oh, it's um, my friend. They bought, like, a baby ghost. So the rule is that you're supposed to treat the baby ghost however you want to be treated, or like how well you treat yourself. So they always set aside a bowl and a pair of chopsticks to feed the baby ghost. So every dinner they go to, they set aside like some food and like utensils.
1: It's like part of the ritual. Yeah.
2: Well, a lot of people see it as intent. Like if you're giving, you will receive and other people see it as is literally feeding this like spirit.
1: That's so interesting to me. I mean, in some ways, it's like if you treat yourself the way you think this baby needs to be treated or vice versa, it might inspire uh-huh. people to treat themselves better. And then they'll manifest things because they're treating yeah. themselves better for this baby. Yeah.
2: Something else that he told me about Malaysia is that in Malaysia, the casinos, they would build it on top of old burial grounds because they think that the spirit will drag your legs when you're about to leave to make you come and gamble more. (laughs) So a thing in Malaysia is that People put candy under the tables where they're sitting when they're gambling. Oh. That way, it's like a gift for the spirits like, um, that
1: are trying to drag you down.
2: So that way, they can leave. Yeah. Wow. So the candy will make the ghosts like appreciate you more, and hopefully, they will not drag you down when you're gambling.
1: Like in Vegas, they just pump oxygen and stuff through there so that you just don't want to leave. And then <coughs> in Malaysia, in it's Malaysia so that yeah, that's so metal. Yeah,
2: that is pretty sick. But, um, yeah, he told me that once he went there, literally in the casinos, people put candy and snacks, like, under where they're sitting. And it's, like, a common thing. Like, everybody does it.
1: Whoa. Whoa. I'm wrecked right now.
2: I'm supposed to go to Vegas for a friend's birthday
0: soon, and I'm going to bring candy just in case, (laughs) even though it's not Malaysia. I'm going to throw candy under the poker table.
2: I got one more story, and I think this is, like, the craziest of all.
0: Oh my gosh,
1: tell it. I'm ready.
2: Okay, so my cousin is telling me. So a few years ago, there was a murder that happened to a 13-year-old boy in China. After what happened, after the information the police released, a lot of people think this has to be tied to, like, the sacrifice of the baby ghost. So what happened was this boy, he was 13, and it was the 13th day after his birthday, which in China, the number 13 actually has not a lot to do with, like, the spiritual realm or luck or whatever. That's more of like a, like a Western thing. But um, they said that the 13th day after he turned 13 was like a very cloudy day. It was like a very gloomy day. And that was the day that he disappeared. And how they found out he disappeared was his mother had a dream that the back door of their old family home got kicked down and he saw this figure of like a man walk in. And then his mom felt really, really strange and was like, oh, like, that's a really weird dream because she's never had any dreams like this. So she got a little bit worried because in China, the superstition is that like, if you have bad dreams, something bad could have like, happened like, in real life. And her son was in boarding school at the time. So she called the boarding school and then they said that her son wanted to visit their old family home, which was really weird. So she went to look for him and then she went to her old family home and then they saw the boy was hanging around a noose. Like in the old house. And the back door really was open. She says the back door has not been used for ages. So like when she saw it in her dream that it was open, she felt really weird. And the boy was wearing his sister's red bathing suit. Yes? So it wasn't like boxers, it was like a full on like bodysuit, like like a red leotard. And he was tied with a noose and then he was also tied at the ankle with a rock under him and he was also bound both of his arms like behind his back
1: so he couldn't have done it himself basically
2: no and then another thing is he had like a little needle prick on his forehead.
1: What would the needle prick be for?
2: They weren't really sure, so like the police couldn't find out who did it. The police tried to rule it out as a suicide because they really had no other stories. But um, somebody that's really into—what would you call this? Like I don't even know the real name for the baby ghost thing.
1: It's called kumantong. It's a Thai word yeah
2: okay so somebody who is like really into the Kuomintang said that they think that this was a sacrifice made to create a very powerful baby ghost
1: oh they killed this young person in this super horrible way so that they would be this really aggravated spirit in death that would need redemption
2: yeah kind of so in china there's a saying about gold The water, fire, and earth. Have you heard about that? It's like the different energies that
1: you need. Gold, water, fire, and wood. One time I was getting my nails done, and this woman, she was Chinese, and I was telling her I felt like, oh, what color should I paint my nails because I want something lucky, and she told me that I needed more wood in my life, so she like painted my nails like Uh a dark brown color, and she said that wood was Uh going to bring me luck. Is that what she was talking about?
2: Yes. Because in China, it's saying that all of these things, if you have the power to all of these things, then you can become really lucky. So often somebody's missing one or missing two, and they try to, like, kind of make up for it by, for example, buying a really cool wood sculpture to put in their home or wearing red more often for the fire. Some people would have a little pond, a little, like, fish tank in front of their house to symbolize the water. People normally go to, like, a feng shui doctor, and then they will tell you what you're missing. But they said somebody is most powerful and most lucky when they have all of them. So the boy was killed in, like, a very weird way. So the swimsuit, which was red and was wet, Symbolizes water and the fire. And his old family home was made completely of wood. His ankles were tied to like a rock, which symbolizes the ground. And the pressure point where they poked him with a needle on the forehead symbolized the goat. So this was like all of those things.
1: Wow.
2: Also, they said, like, at the age 13, I mean, which is normally a time where people hit puberty, is when the boys are like the most like antsy or whatever you want to call it. And then they also killed him on the most gloomy day of the year, the Lunar New Year. It's considered like the darkest day, which is like actually 13 days after his 13th birthday.
0: Oh, shit.
2: So yeah, so the people started talking about this and they're discussing this murder and they think that it had a lot to do with trying to create like a very powerful spirit, like a baby ghost to like sell to another person so it's kind
1: of debated where these baby ghosts come from then we don't really know where they're being made they just kind of appear places yeah yeah because that's the the creepiest part about it to me is we don't really know where these fetuses are coming from is it humane is it consensual we don't know
2: yeah Strange, huh? This was like one of those unsolved murders where people were talking a lot about it.
1: That's super interesting because I didn't find anything about that when I was doing my research. So that's really helpful. Thank you, Lydia.
2: Yeah, no problem. This is fun sharing with you
0: guys. Yeah, thank you, Lydia. This is super eye-opening. It's always cool to hear a first-person perspective of someone who knows someone that has first-hand experience with the stuff we talk about.
2: Yeah, definitely really creepy because I heard the little boy who got murder story like the first time tonight. And I was just like, wow, like that's very cringe.
1: <laughs> that's very cringe also i have a question do you guys know
2: like why is it all boys like baby boys no like, no
1: Did anything show up in your research no it didn't say whether it was baby boys or not it just said like fetuses and but i guess oh my gosh it is baby boys though because it translates to golden little boy so i didn't even make that connection i just thought it was a fetus but you're right they are little boys
2: yeah like from all the stories i've heard they're always boys so I was just curious to if you guys found anything.
1: No, I didn't. That's interesting. Or maybe it's just Asian
2: people being sexist and saying, like, oh, I want a boy, like...
1: Yeah. Yeah, it could be
0: that. Yeah, like boy spirits might be more powerful than female spirits in that culture. I don't Mm -hmm. know.
1: Well, you can follow Lydia on Instagram. She's a photographer and a studio artist, and her stuff is really creepy, but also cool. (laughs) It's at Lydia Ren, L Y D I A R E N. And she also takes all the photos for my other account that's like weird photography. You gotta check her out, then you can see how haunted. She is. thank you, Lydia. Yay,
0: thank you. Whoa, whoa, we just got some haunted firsthand information.
1: Yeah, so I guess I was thinking this was something that was you know super niche, that this was like some weird black magic stuff I was looking at, but she was making it sound like it's way more common yeah, than we think, like, and like
0: people know that celebrities are, are doing it. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, huh? Haunted. This is like creepy.
0: Illuminati shit
1: right? Like the most wealthy, powerful people on earth are doing this. So when my... Lydia knows more than she's letting on. I think I would not (laughs) doubt at all that Lydia has one of these things at her house. Yeah. She collects Furbies, like her whole house has Furbies. Oh, there's a spirit trapped in one of those Furbies. Oh, for sure. sure. Yeah. I would not be surprised if each one of those Furbies has a spirit inside of it <laughs> which would honestly make so much sense yeah so the last thing i want to talk about is you might be wondering where you can find these so we showed someone something from bonanza.com but i also found this website called summongenie.com. <laughs> what? and you need to see this because what do you think summon genie.com I, Okay.
0: I mean I'm thinking like genies grant wishes, right? So I think this is like summoning a spirit that's gonna make your dreams come true. So look at
1: summongenie dot com and tell me what you experienced. Oh well
0: this is a nightmare um <laughs> is what is uh, what I'm gonna say. So this website, SummonGenie.com At the top it says Experience unexplainable phenomena Ancient black magic that can change your destiny Thousands followers experienced it Which is improper in, in grammar But that's fine <laughs> Summon Genie, real rituals by Aharn Patana Real rituals that summon real genies To help you achieve what you desire most you What do, you desire most What you desire most If you do not know what to get Please contact us first Most, and... oh, most extreme powerful Thai love binding, and wealth attraction spells.
1: 100% charity-based, 100% non-profit. Official donation receipt will be shipped to you. It's real Thai black magic.
0: For some reason, I don't think the IRS would count this as a charitable donation
1: yeah well i guess the charity is like they're releasing spirits but yeah. you can buy like all these Lip dolls and whatever black magic items and there's something called pry tong which is the king of ghosts and then they also have gay and lesbian magic which i'm not oh, sure what that is good for them what is gay and lesbian magic oh that you become gayer <laughs> and then it's a Information and warnings. Please note what we are summoning here is different from what you are seen or heard from other spellcasters. Spirits of aborted child are summoned here and are extremely powerful to help you with any desire you want. Please do not engage this service out of curiosity. It will be disrespectful. All rituals are done by our master of Chiang Mai through powerful Thai-Cambodian black and white magic. Fulfill your innermost desires with powerful spell rituals.
0: Can you click on the gay lesbian magic? I want. To I start. tried to. I
1: couldn't find oh. it. It's just more powerful than regular magic. It's not. Why? Because it's why. Are gay people more magical you guys really don't know no why gay magic is is more powerful than than regular magic
0: please and you guys us. are a uh, paranormal and just a superstitious podcast in general and you don't know why gay magic is more powerful than regular magic and you're and you do this kind of podcast I, we do a topical podcast we don't even talk about magic and i know that gay magic is more powerful than regular magic it's not like a, it's a no-brainer
1: thank you thank steven. you steven <laughs> most black magic spells <laughs> You have come across online are 99% fake and scams. We don't profit, and we don't keep asking for more money from you. (laughs) We want you to be successful and help you get what you want, and in return, you make merits for people who need help. There's a reason why you are here on this site. It is your life mission and believe to be a chosen one to help more people. Wow, Alyssa. Does wow. that mean we have to adopt a baby child spirit right I'm now? I'm not
0: going to do it. If you want to do it, I will. Oh, God. These pictures. Natalia still scrolling as I'm talking, and it just gets more and more haunted looking. We're going to post rebist, this on Instagram. Read this. Okay. So this disclaimer says... All of our clients have experienced the followings upon successful performance of ritual. Please do not pay for our ritual if you are not comfortable with it. You will experience our conjured spirits around you or following you. Some have reported to us that they felt the spirits sitting on their shoulders and giving them the directions to their desires and helping them get out of dangers, avoid potential financial losses, attract opposite sex, attract money. It may feel eerie, but these spirits are summoned to help you and will never harm you. If you keep your promises you have for them. What in your promises you can click on it. What are your promises? Your promise. What we conjure are spirits of babies. Like any other kids, you have to entice them with gifts and toys to help you accomplish what you desire. These spirits are extremely powerful. They will help you achieve the desire you wish for. Upon payment, you will be brought to a page where you choose what you will buy for them if they help you accomplish what you want. Our master will communicate and tell them your promises through the ritual. Please note that it is important to keep those promises once you're Goals are accomplished I wish
1: my parents Were like this Oh look at
0: all these Toys you can buy $10 baby doll $29
1: remote control Cars $12 model Airplane Testimonials It was a little Eerie at first I felt the spirit on my tummy when i was lying down in bed but i knew it was just him bell from the united states and then patricia from singapore says oh my god this is so real i managed to sell five properties in two weeks which was much above my average sale since i've become a real estate agent i have delivered the promises to these cute little babies please run the ritual for me offer them the necklaces i have chosen thank you jeez
0: Wait, I- i'm like kind of interested Wait, I want to... Okay, let's look at frequently Frequently asked asked, questions. Yeah, I have a lot of questions. (laughs) Frequently asked question. Question. I felt really uncomfortable after the ritual. I'm scared of it. What do I do? Answer. Please email us ASAP and we will summon the child away. However, you have to deliver your initial promises to the child. Note that this is not for fun and please do not purchase a ritual just for curiosity. They are extremely powerful. Time of ritual. White magic summoning are done 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. Black magic summoning will only be done at 1 a.m. They do black magic. They call it black magic summonings. Like you can order a black magic baby.
1: Yeah. It says like because some of these on the side are gain respect from people, get out of danger, get promoted in a job, win lottery or casino, windfall of money, extremely powerful love and attraction, increase sales, increase charm, increase charisma. Okay, I don't want to start an unfounded rumor, but now...
0: Like, it keeps saying attract opposite sex. Is this what the gay lesbian magic is? Like, you want them to take away the gay? Because it keeps saying attract opposite sex.
1: Oh, right. Uh, <laughs> it should yeah. just say attract sex. Yeah, it shouldn't
0: like, why opposite sex?
1: Wow, like, that would be so annoying to me if I was a very gay person. And then, like, all of these straight people kept coming up to me, like, hetero, trying to, like, get my attention. I was yeah, like, yeah, damn yeah.
0: it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. What are black magic items? Okay, if we click on black magic items... Wow, the black magic Whoa. things look super scary.
1: $599 for a fetus. A black magic fetus. Guaranteed the most powerful and effective black magic from Thailand. You can get a, a hoon Payon, which is a powerful spirit bodyguard, which will protect you and watch over you wherever you go. He'll protect your assets and become your bodyguard against enemies and backstabbers. Powerful batch using special 108 days candle ritual by Master Patana. Hoon Payon will give you an illusion to enemies that you are stronger and accompanied by bodyguards around you. And will make anyone who wants to harm you go away. So it's basically giving you your own like mad ghosts. Whoa! The black magic ring, which is limited to a hundred yearly, has a bell to activate a spirit and fifty holy items and ashes inside, which will help the wearer to attract wealth and. Guided towards gambling, unexpected windfall of money, lottery, and it's made with a mix of fifteen holy oils, four times cemetery oils, and a hundred and eight days of prayers and chanting by a patana. Wear it to casinos and when buying lottery tickets or poker games for any gambling activities, shake and ring the bell to activate and bring assisting spirit by your side.
0: Okay. Somebody from our listeners, can somebody buy
1: one of these? Oh my gosh, it's a shroud that is the extreme sexual attraction shroud for any sexes. Make someone fall in love with you deeply and madly, Natalia. It
0: says this is a piece of shroud used to cover dead body of woman died in accidents. Very powerful and effective in sexual attraction. What? Chanted for thirty days by Hajar Patana will not bring bad energies to your home. A special chant will be given three hundred ninety nine dollars. Wait, USD. so you have to put this over a dead body? I think they put it over a dead body of a woman that died in a horrible accident.
1: I'm so <laughs> I scared. Right I am now. so terrified. Wait, there's another ring called Wealth Enhancement Mm -hmm. Ring. Will help wearer to attract wealth and opportunity. Unexpected windfall of money. Success at business and sales. Made with a mix of 20 holy items. Holy oil. Four times cemetery soil. Wear it to business meetings. Okay, if you wear this ring to a business meeting. No, I would not do business with someone wearing this ring. Signing of a contract. Make wearers look attractive to clients and wearers' words become convincing. A chant will be given to activate for use. $128. Here's the charm of sexual love enhancement. It says it has ashes, gold flakes, blood... Prey oil and cemetery soil. A powerful sexual enhancing and love attraction amulet. This can help attract opposite sex and make someone fall in love with you. The amulet is worn usually if you want lasting love. It contains a child spirit pry oil, dried blood, and one-time cemetery soil. No, no. Spiritual energy of these amulets is strong enough to affect one's mind and make your target fall in love with you gradually. Wear this and learn the chant to activate and call upon Rukyam spirit to bring you the targeted person and make a vow to the Rukyam. These amulets have been chanted and been through five years of daily chanting and incense burning by Ijar and Patana. A special chant to activate and call upon the Rukyam spirit will be given to you. And they're sold out!
0: Jeez. This is another one for um, attracting women, the sexual attraction of women. And it says that it has a fetus inside of it. It says it has dead baby ashes. Is
1: this, like, when I think someone's hot and I don't know why and, and I have no idea why I'm attracted to them?
0: Okay, I retweeted something Is this the other how day? my ex
1: and I, like, had a relationship? <laughs> yeah, he was actually just, like,
0: chanting shit in your ear while you were sleeping?
1: <laughs> he me- went on this website, summongenie.com, and uh, got an enchantment ring. So, at Ms. Danny Fernandez tweeted
0: the other day, tell me if you have a crush on me so I can tell you if I put a spell on you. And mm. I feel like this... Mm, like yes. maybe
1: this is really creepy though like this they're is so scary they're they keep saying how it's like really real and not to mess around so basically if
0: somebody from this podcast like, someone
1: definitely is gonna go here and if buy you guys buy
0: this write into us and tell us what happened but according to the website you should not do it if this is just for curiosity so if you are someone who's actually genuinely interested and believes in this go to
1: summongenie.com buy something and tell us what happens. You can make revenge spells and evil spells no. to cause quarrels, cause breakups, cause financial loss, loss of job, loss of authority. You
0: guys don't do that though. If you're if you're a listener and you end up buying something from this website, please stick to the white magic side because
1: you don't want to like no. have your life in the afterworld be haunted,
0: right? And also, I think our podcast has made it pretty clear that we're very anti-black magic. Whenever we talk yeah. about stuff, that's right, baby, <laughs> Steven.
1: You look. You can get one of these. You can donate a coffin for a lonely deceased, which gives unconditional love. That's a good thing you can do. This it's the, believed that the dead person will grant you a wish. So if you give somebody a coffin who doesn't have a coffin, they grant you they a grant wish. you a wish. They become a genie. I did not realize that that's how genies were. I always thought of it as like rub a lamp. It's a, pers- a it's wish. like a spirit in a bottle, bottle, but it's actually a person who died in a coffin that you bought them.
0: Well, shit. I'm- now Aladdin has taken on a whole different meaning for me.
1: What do you think of all of this?
0: Um this makes me so uncomfortable. I really cannot emphasize that enough. And anytime anything makes me uncomfortable, it's because I kind of believe it. You know, yeah. like I think that if someone's going through all this trouble to get dead babies, roast them collect the fat, Mm -hmm. put gold leaf lacquer, Mm -hmm. and then put fat on it. Like there's something, something's going on, you know? Like there's (sighs) got to be some, some reason to go through all that trouble. Because if it's just for money, then just take a baby, kill it, and dip it in gold. Like why are you going through all of the like trouble to like do this ritual and like roast it and collect the fat, drain it of blood? You know like why are you going through all of that if you could just like take take a fetus and
1: dip it in gold? I
0: don't know. You know what I mean? Like why why the ritual aspect if it if there's not some truth to it?
1: Well, because I think just for sanitary reasons if you don't roast the dead baby, then it's going to be like really smelly. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's true. That could be it.
1: I think if everyone is like me, then you had no idea that this existed. Yeah, I had no idea. And I think to the real question is, are you helping or are you not? Because if the whole idea is that you're helping and that's how you get like the good fortune because you're helping a spirit, then that's great. But if these like little spirits came from unknown sources or they were killed in horrific ways in order to make that spirit because the precursor is that it has to be an angry spirit. I don't know. It does kind of create a market for killing people. Well, it's like Lydia said. That
0: story Lydia said about the 13-year-old killed 13 days after his 13th birthday with wood, fire, Fire, gold. gold rock ra- uh, water Earth, yeah if you're going through all that trouble to get a baby spirit you're not doing good things with that spirit
1: this kind of all sounds like it's word of mouth all of the stuff that i read too is just like word of mouth finding out so if you guys know some more stuff about this or have some experience with this please tell us Write in and tell us because we need to know more about this is this
0: real and apparently it- there's a video of a of a monk roasting a baby. There is apparently, allegedly, verifiable evidence out there that this really does happen. So I don't know. It is is crazy.
1: I you know what i'm just thankful that i am blessed right now and got this call back without the help of a roasted baby i did this without roast a baby there's been
0: no fucking roasted babies. did you get a golden amulet and that's why you're telling me this
1: story do you think i have two thousand three hundred dollars to spend on bonanza.com i know you your credit limit you may have you may have done it (laughs)
0: you guys yeah tell us what you guys think this is insane are you from thailand malaysia china and we have some malaysian listeners if you guys are listening to this and you're from one of the countries that lydia mentioned in her stories or that natalia mentioned in any of the stories she told today please write into us at let's get haunted pod at gmail.com let's get haunted pod short for podcast at gmail.com and tell us your haunted
1: stories you want to do our sign off i do um don't don't say you have to go roast a baby
0: I was gonna say, gotta go get some gay magic, but I feel like oh no, let's I like not... that. But is it taking away the gay or giving the gay? We don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. If you know what it is, and you're from one of these countries, what's the let difference us know. between
1: the straight and gay, gay magic? Gay. Yeah, pray away the gay. Yeah. Pray, pray, away the
2: gay.
0: Steven. pray away the
1: gay. Okay, Steven, we hear you. Steve, you don't want to be quoted as saying pray away the gay. Why would you do that? Our podcast <laughs> is not your
0: podcast. Your podcast, you guys say outrageous things, and no one takes you seriously. You guys trying to figure
1: out what the term was. It's pray
0: away the gay. No, we weren't trying to figure out what the term was. <laughs> well,
1: people were trying to pray away the gay anyway can you guys please fucking donate to us so we can get a studio because Steve doesn't like this either otherwise we're gonna have to get one of these fucking fucked up spells so that we can finally get a studio yes yeah
0: BRB gotta go summon enough money to get us a website and a permanent studio space very good yes okay guys bye bye
1: Sources that I used for this episode are The Atlantic, Wikipedia, Atlas Obscura, HuffPost.com, Reddit, r nosleep, and of course, summongenie.com.